0: Get you
1: Barbara
0: Stop it, you're ignorant
2: They're coming for you Barbara
0: Stop it, you're acting like a child Look,
2: They're coming for you Look, there comes one of them now
0: He'll hear you
2: And now for something completely different want you want to get done? Come on Yes I to not
0: I have come here to chew bubblegum and extracts of
1: nectar. It's an anonymous fucking object. You're an fucking object. I drink your milkshake.
2: I drink it up. Ooh, what a funky song. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a
1: great song. I well, love great intro music. for a
0: show that's very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, that's true. So welcome to The Real Boys, a show where three guys talk about the movies of eight well, people who are no longer with us. They're all dead. Rest uh, in besides peace, the three of us. It was actually from the very beginning a like a battle royale type Mm -hmm. um you know there can only be one at the end but we hunger games teamed up and uh we got the rest of them and decided to just uh just stay where we were and keep this podcast rolling at least till the end and then uh at the end Um, I think, uh, Dylan said that he was going to, uh, Whoa, whoa, Dylan has a very, I want to take this opportunity. Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Dylan has, I didn't want to interrupt Dylan. I'm sorry, but Dylan has a very special message that he would like (laughs) to tell people.
0: I, but whenever you're ready, Dylan, you could, okay. I'm not ready yet. Go ahead, Michael. Okay. So today, Michael, I think this
2: is a very good time for Dylan who has a very important message to go ahead and say that message.
0: Very dull. Whenever he wants star, to, really. Whenever he watched wants to. this whilst doing politics homework and enjoyed the homework more. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, continue. Uh that um, it's called a cold open. Dylan is we an open cold.
1: <laughs> and he has some uh reviews of this movie. And honestly, this is the first time that I've ever sort of Objectively watch this movie.
2: I thought you were going to say host a show.
0: <laughs> I thought it was. I thought you were going to say this is the first time you've ever watched this movie, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, good, yeah. good work. <laughs> no, it was the first
1: time I've ever objectively watched this movie, and uh, I still thought it was real good. Um, you're, as you're long wrong. as, <laughs> as long as there wasn't any action going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, <laughs> so like ninety of the ninety three
2: minutes of this movie, I was like, hey, maybe we should go into the cellar and talk about stuff for quite a while. Yeah, I don't no, know. let's go into this room and talk about stuff for a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it like it's got a lot of tension. I think
2: you know um, what it doesn't have a lot of like it doesn't characters. have a lot of
1: good acting when they're trying to hit <laughs> zombies with crowbars. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't have three, very three good acting. <laughs> When they are throwing punches and pretending to uh, get punched. Yep. Um.
2: Also, I and, didn't care if, except for the main guy, Ben, I did not care if any of these people died. I didn't care if they even finished their sentences. I'm like, Barbara,
0: shut up. Yeah, Nobody Barbara's, cares, Barbara. Shut Barbara's And
2: I'm like, and then Ben hits her I'm like oh okay why well, didn't want that to happen necessarily one yeah.
0: star everyone in this movie hella annoying <laughs> That's true except for Ben
2: everybody in this movie is annoying it starts in the most annoying way ever it starts with like the slowest most annoying car ride through a graveyard which I didn't think you could have an annoying slow meandering car ride through a graveyard but then it comes to this guy who's just bitching because he are, doesn't know what how are to- you
1: how are you driving through a graveyard? <laughs>
2: yeah, you have to drive slow. No, yeah. I'm not saying go fast. I'm just saying for even driving through a graveyard, this seems boring and, and slow. I'm like, oh my God. And then he's like, I can't believe you're making me drive six hours to see my dead father. <laughs> my mom is going to be so pissed if I can't lie. Do you have any candy, by the way? No, God, I fucking hate this drive. I hate everything. Why is my dad not alive anymore? Uh, wait, the radio's messing up. That's boring. Anyway, I'm going to complain <laughs> about my dead father. It, it
1: it is sort of his own fault uh, because, <laughs> dude, just lie. as far as just I lie. can tell, there's no reason that they do actually have to go make that drive. They could have just taken that. They could have just taken that cross wreath thing and put it in the trunk look, and then it in the trash went out and gotten <laughs> dinner yeah. yeah
2: they could have chucked it in the trash like i did on my first paper route and then said look i did it i drove for hours <laughs> dad's fine don't worry mom yeah. uh give me some more candy and uh by the way don't talk to barbara she is an annoying storyteller
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah she's kind of the worst um i was surprised well i wasn't surprised but like i said i watched the remake of this um this year and i was pleasantly surprised at what they did with barbara because i've only seen the remake once um and is, I is, there, think... is
2: the remake where they put her in color or is the remake where yeah. it's in 3d for some reason no
1: everything it's the one where it's in color it's the tony <laughs> todd one and uh uh, they actually like have her sort of get over her her trauma from seeing her brother get killed, mm. and she ends up being sort of the hero of that one. Um, unlike this one, where she's just she's just catatonic the entire time. Oh man, doesn't she say is. much. Doesn't do much. <laughs> well, she, she says... doesn't say much, but when she does say stuff,
2: yeah, she my definitely goodness. makes she makes noise that is sometimes words. But you're like. I don't even care what you're saying. She's like, and then there was a guy. And then my (laughs) brother
1: said, there's a guy. And then we both said, look, there's a guy. Well, (laughs) I mean, to be fair to Barbara. Nope. Don't. She, she did just see her brother get killed by some weirdo, like after getting attacked in the graveyard. And then there are these like, mindless ghouls all over the place that she sort of has to deal with. Uh, I would imagine th- and it doesn't seem like she's, it seems like she's sort of sheltered to begin with um, and is being protected by her big brother, probably most of her life. Um, so she probably doesn't have to deal with a lot of uh, intense situations so when she has a situation this intense to deal with, um, she, yeah, she doesn't handle it very well. <laughs> yeah. I guess to I put it lightly.
2: I, I didn't mean to derail the very beginning of this show. <laughs> it's I guess fine, we, should, it's fine. we should introduce mostly what we're doing. What we're Probably talking we about. Talk,
1: say the title of the movie. <laughs> oh, we're talking about the 1968 night of the living dead. The sort of the, <clears throat> the first modern zombie movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, this is a very I didn't pick most of my picks weren't like personal picks. They were just movies that I enjoy from front to back. Um I I think I think there's a lot of stuff in here that I that I do enjoy objectively, but this is I mean, when I was a small kid, I was scared to death of everything i was a very scared little kid um and my mom sort of went this this isn't right i need to get you to stop being afraid of everything (laughs) so (laughs) she sat there and watched night. i she watched this movie with
0: me i'm tired of my 15 year old baby (laughs) i was like eight years old (laughs)
2: Kind of eight year old baby. but like
0: <laughs> I would see, there was I
1: I I remember sort of the catalyst for this was that I saw uh, a commercial for one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies where Leatherface goes up to this lake and then like a zombie hand comes out like like Excalibur holding the chainsaw and she tosses it to him and I like cried and <laughs> ran out of the <laughs> room. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and I was like, all right, so I I guess she was like, you know, whatever, we need to get this kid off of, and, you know, 80s parenting meant, you know, let's immerse this child (laughs) in this horror movie that for, you know, 1985 or whatever was pretty scary. (laughs) 1986, when when I watched it. Okay. Um, that's what I
0: was thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I wasn't seven when this came out. <laughs> I just want to read this one review. Uh, one yeah. star could really see the patriarchy shining through this movie. Heart. <laughs> hmm. That's a good one. Or sorry, I, mean, I don't know if it's heart or less than three because there are less than three women in this movie.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh I don't think it's that the, last one. The no. weird
2: thing, the weird thing about this movie is uh is that everything about this movie is good uh the 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 concept the 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 designs the the finished product like everything is really good it started a genre pretty much it created tropes for every zombie movie moving forward the problem is that in itself it's not good uh the things that make this movie very good are the thought process you have to put into it. Like when you say like, oh, it's covering some really cool cultural grounds by having, you know, a black man who spends his entire life uh, fearsome of a white community. Now when zombies come, uh, all the white community is reliant on the one black man who now is no longer scared uh, to save the day, which makes sense until you realize that the casting wasn't intentional. It was originally intended to be a white man. And when they did cast a black guy, they're like, Let's not change any of this, even though he said specifically, I would like this role to be rewritten so that I'm not so angry. I don't see the need of me hitting Barbara. I do not want to portray another angry black man. Uh, And they thought being a hip uh, writing group that they were. Uh, they're like, no, leave it as is, and it'll be a cool flop. Let's have a black man play a white man, which is, you know, smart. Then you think, okay, it's it's kind of a, a cool way to look at capitalism. Like the consumerism is really just eating at us and we really can't get away from it. You can't turn a radio and you can't do this. You can't do that without it just being oppressive in your face, in your face. Until you realize that this movie wasn't designed to be a zombie movie, but was designed to be an alien movie where the aliens were just kind of taking over people's brains and making them go wild. Hmm. They couldn't really figure out a way to do that. They couldn't think of a, uh, they had no budget whatsoever and they couldn't Mm -mm. think of a cool way to show that so they kept thinking about all right what will be the grossest thing known to man (laughs) and they go what if a satellite from nasa caused dead people to rise and they're like all right, fine, uh, and and they kind of went down the same way, like a Hitchcockian thing went, where it was so clever and so new and terrifying at the time. Now the thing is, like, this is one year before the MPAA could even allow ratings; there was no rating system. This movie was so gory that it was considered pornographic, uh, and there oh. were eight, there were eight <laughs> year old yeah. kids. There were eight-year-old kids that were going to see this movie because up until this movie, horror was a schlocky B-rated thing. Horror was just kind of like, "Blah blah, I'm a vampire, i blood." Mm-hmm. Until George Romero did this, and the coolest thing that I found in doing research for this uh, was um, it was uh, uh, the Thumb Guys. What's the Thumb Guys? What's his name? Uh, Ebert, right? So, oh, oh. Roger, Roger Ebert, Humberto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Uh So Roger Ebert of the uh, Chicago signed Chicago Sun Times, uh, and they tried to theater owners and parents who allowed children access to the film. And th- th- there was uh, people said, I don't think the youngest kids really even knew what hit them. They were so used to going to movies and seeing some horror movies before, but this was something else. Uh, they said there, they said throughout the movie, the kids were so stunned. There was complete silence, and the movie had stopped being delightfully scary about halfway through and had become unexpectedly. Unexpectedly terrifying. There was a little girl across the aisle from me. This is by Roger Ebert. Uh she was maybe nine years old who was sitting very still in her seat and slowly started crying. I had to remember what sort of effect this movie might have on you when you're six or seven. Mm-hmm. But try to remember at that age, kids who take the events on a screen seriously and they identify fiercely with their hero. When the hero is killed, it's not an unhappy ending, but a tragic one. Uh, nobody got out alive. It's just over. And kids, that, you know, and kids that were just trying to have some fun we're just like no nobody makes it out there's no real hero and That's it is great. just it's a gore fest so
1: the, yeah the, and the things it,
2: about this movie are so much cooler than the movie
1: yeah and as i'm watching this i was like i was like man this sucks that like like the whole time ben's like no we're not going down in the basement we're gonna die if we go down in the basement we have to do it this way and then fucking he ends up in the basement anyway, being the only one who survives <laughs> yeah, through yeah, the sure. night by going into uh into the basement and locking himself in like uh like Cooper was saying through the entire movie. It's yeah, it's I I can see where people would say that this is boring, but for me it's a movie about it's a movie about beats. Like none of the beats are long enough to really get boring. I'm gonna can mm-hmm. I just um Will you just read out that, loud, Mr. Rich Night Fruiting of Living says. Dead is a great movie, has always <laughs> been in my top ten, could be called one of the most influential films of all time solely by counting the number of other films it plays on TVs in the background. Um true. And yeah, I, I mean you said well, it in the beginning. It's <laughs> It's, it's probably the most influential like horror movie ever. And yeah, it's the beats just, it's like, it's like the graveyard. And then she escapes into the house. Ben shows up. They board up the house. The people come in from the, or the people come up from the attic. They have a fight, you know, they, they figure out what's going on. Then it's out to the um, to the gas pump. The whole gas pump thing happens. It, it's just like, it's yeah, you're, always you're, moving.
2: You're, you're saying it in a way that it sounds like it's always moving, except it's not. It's uh, also 93
1: minutes long. It's counterpoint, not, okay, this well, review I original, found.
2: The original cut was well over two hours long, and the producer said it's too
0: boring, and yes, they made him and, cut uh,
2: over 30 minutes. Uh, but two Dillon, Dylan roof. had... Dylan has a very relevant comment about this. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) One star, and I'm going to read this with the punctuation as included in the review. This movie is so poorly made. Fuck me, looks so outdated and old. Jesus Christ, just watch any Conjuring movie. So much better.
2: I mean, you really can't. I mean, poignant. So here's the thing. Uh, Red Flanagan made uh, one good point and one point that I. I personally cannot agree with. I don't think this movie is a great movie. I don't I do think it is very influential. I think that it's probably in a top ten zombie movie. The problem for me though is that I'm not like a, a big horror fan without there being relevance to the horror now granted this movie is what 60 years old which is beautiful and also to touch on one of his comments that uh solely by counting the number of other films that plays on tv there's a pretty specific reason this movie gets played a lot and i'll tell you why it's because george romero well, no, George Romero, when he actually titled this film, he titled it Night of the Flesh Eaters. When the film was delivered to Walter Reed, the people discovered uh, that there was an earlier film called The Flesh Eaters in 1964. Walter Reed and his company decided on their own, without talking to Romero, to change the title to uh, "To Night of the Living Dead. When the new title was prepared for the film itself, they, uh, as a result, they failed to realize that the copyright notice that appeared on the screen was for the original title, not Night of the Living Dead. So technically, by him doing this, they immediately put this film into public domain, which means anyone could do whatever they wanted with this film because there was no actual film that was copywritten. So that's why a lot of people get the tropes to use it. That's why a lot of films can have it in the background of certain things because it is cool. The score is 100% public domain. and was public domain when they got it. Uh, But I don't like The Walking Dead. And and it's not because of... um, Like the gore. I don't, I I like the gore. I'm cool with gore. Uh, The Walking Dead to me just seems a lot of. Uh, Red Flange says, oh, I know about the copyright issue, but people chose the movie also because it's iconic, not just public domain. I mean, it's true. It, it is an iconic looking movie. I mean, when you see a black and white zombie movie, most likely you're thinking of this movie and mm-hmm. any any references to that bring you back to this. What I didn't realize is that I've never actually seen this movie wholly. I've only seen a lot of bits of it because this is the first in a six series set that Romero did uh, and also part of a 10 series set that the company themselves did. And then it was also rebooted and rematched remastered uh it has multiple if you literally if you have a roku or any device that streams type in night of the living dead and see if you can actually find the original i bet you can't i bet you can find the reanimated version which came out in 1989 you can probably find a remastered version that came out in 1990 you can find a weird version that elvira talks over that came out in 1970 for some reason uh you can find uh, the one that i had to watch which was on amazon prime was the one that was in color which is fine because it was pretty much the exact same as the original, just colorized. There's like one extra scene added to it. My problem with this movie is it's just meandering, and I think it's because they didn't really know what they were doing when they filmed it. A lot of the a lot of the script was just improv, but that doesn't matter because it's about legacy. And the reason I like Star Wars is because of legacy. You know, when you when you see like certain things, you're like, okay, this has just always been with me. I don't have this movie that's always been with me, so I can't resonate with it the way that I think real horror fans can. and,
1: And this is like like I said, this is definitely like there are horror movies that review that Dylan read is right. Those conjuring movies rule i love those conjuring movies like well the first two the first (laughs) two conjuring movies rule. the third
0: one is (laughs) pretty funny the third one is pretty funny the third one
1: has a good movie in it but weren't we already talked about the third conjuring movie oh yeah um but like i said like i said when i picked like when we started this i've been saying it the entire time this is my only like personal movie pick this movie is what got me into horror. It is what stopped me from being a scared little kid. Like this movie is is a personal movie for me. And I've I don't think I've ever watched it objectively as a movie. I just know what's going to happen. I know what's next. I know what's coming up. It's it's like very it's like very comforting movie for me because I know exactly what's going to happen at every second that it's going to happen.
2: Yeah. Um, Also, but, but uh, did you have a hard time just focusing on this movie? Like, because like, there's a lot of times where you're like, I should just get my phone or I probably should do the dishes. Like this movie, there's a lot of time. And I, I just find it meandering, and that's the thing. Like, the special effects, super great. The fact that they're eating ham that's covered in chocolate syrup, I think that's so gross and so cool. Uh, And the thing is that what they said was they had to do less uh, effects on the cast because they were all getting sick from eating the ham and chocolate sauce Mm -hmm. that they were getting green, and they felt that looked cooler than any uh, props they could do. Um, I I
1: think it's cool – they did a lot of stuff with the zombies that a lot of people wouldn't have thought of, but like if, if almost anybody else made the first zombie movie, they wouldn't have done like, like you see naked people who were, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that these people were like on the slab getting, you know dissected or whatever there are people in like their fancy clothes because they were being you know buried or whatever they were in their funeral clothes there's people in like shitty clothes because they had just died or whatever there's like and it's not like it's not like return of the living dead where we have like zombies coming up out of the ground they're all freshly dead There's no, like, skeletonized anybody. Nobody's, like, flesh is falling off of their body. They're all freshly dead corpses. And we're not going to see anything other than that um, because this is sort of the beginning of the whole thing. Um, So, yeah, the the little stuff like that, I really appreciate it. And I don't know. I... I I think the only things that I saw that I would, like, sort of space out while it was on were those news reports. Like, Mm -hmm. that one news report where they're following that guy around for entirely too long, like, (laughs) asking him, like, when they find out about the radiation, I was like, all right, this is can we get back to what this movie is about? Um, <laughs> yeah, because Zongu. the thing is like,
2: I love the character Ben. I think that that character is so cool and so well-written and so just calm. And with everybody else around him, I'm just like, ah, shut
0: up. Like it's... the I, I have something to read. Two stars. Damn. Some of this would have been avoided if some characters calmed down. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's Barbara. If yeah. Barbara yeah. calmed down, seriously, she would have not got punched in the face. She would yeah. have not she would have not been eerily quiet for it's it, it seemed weird when she did wake up. She's like, what's wrong with me? Huh? Uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: There's yeah. <laughs> I I did find myself um focusing in on a character that I usually don't. But it was Mrs. Cooper. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like really cool with Mrs. Cooper this time. I was like, I was like, this lady is the only one besides Ben who's sort of has her head screwed on straight. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what you guys are laughing at, but
0: uh, (laughs) don't worry about it. It's not, it's not worth acknowledging.
2: Apparently it's it's the word vessel, which I find very funny right now. Uh, Red Flanagan says, I think that the meandering pace of the film is in a very, in a way, naturalistic. It feels less artificially structured, more like things are being leaned or learned and happening in real time with a sense of urgency. No, I agree with all that, except for, Hmm. Like I said, when they go in this, okay, so there, there's this part when they go into the cellar, and there's such a weird cut where where one guy's facing one way, there's such a weird cut, and he's facing the other way, it's like, what's going on? So, doing a lot of research, there was a 30-minute scene of just them talking down there uh, about, like, what they were going to do and how they were going to, you know, prepare even further, and say you left that in there then the pacing would have been so wildly inaccurate you know the pacing is in the very beginning it's kind of slow it's cool you're getting creepy you're getting creepy and then it's like oh zombies which i didn't know what they are they're not called zombies they're just ghouls undead ghouls undead uh whatever and they're really creepy looking because what, the one thing they couldn't do is they couldn't find a way to take pieces out of the actor's face. So they decided to just highlight the character's, like, the actor's natural thing. So they highlighted mm-hmm. their cheekbones. They highlighted certain things just to make it seem a little bit weird. And the one face that was up, uh, upstairs, when they look at it, his eyes uh-huh. were ping pong balls, which is crazy. Yeah, Also, why, why didn't that person come back alive? Don't uh, worry about it. But, okay, uh, um, I mean,
1: their head was destroyed. That head was okay, destroyed. That's fair. Whatever yeah. happened to that person did what they needed to do and killed that brain i think a a lot of the stuff that uh red flanagan said it i i i like that because this is this movie is the first time that this has ever happened in you know at this point everybody thinks they know what would happen if there was like a zombie attack everybody's like oh yeah i'm ready with my zombie 1968 nobody had any idea these people had to learn slowly what was going on like you see ben shoot a couple of zombies like chest and then they get you know then they come back and then he shoots him mm-hmm. in the shoulder and he's like he comes back and then he shoots him in the head he's like oh okay so these guys you know he learns that they're that they're afraid of fire he learns that you have to shoot them in the head to actually put them down. Like they are learning the stuff that's going on. You know, they, they say it. Oh, five of them turned over my car. Cooper says, you know, they, they flipped over my car. And, uh,
0: yeah. I don't, Romero trad- got this trademark from, from what, his, got his got older a commercials lot better
1: with that stuff. Um, <laughs> no, by, by day of the dead, It's a lot better in Dawn. Um, It's a lot less meandering. It has more of a point. I don't think that this one has quite the social commentary that especially Dawn has. Like Dawn, there's your capital. There's your like anti-capitalism thing. Hmm. Uh, Day has your anti like military stuff. Um, City has a lot of your anti like rich people stuff. This one, this one is the first one of these movies. So everything is like downplayed. It, it has some race stuff in there. It has some class stuff in there. but it also has like zombies who are fresh, like freshly dead zombies. We're not talking about an an extinction level event like these other movies have. yeah. Um, this is I this think... is a very it's a very subtle horror movie and again when you're eight years old <laughs> watching yeah. this with your mom yeah um this it's a scary movie and again i have no objectivity to this movie um i was actually like when i watch it objectively i'm like oh no how much of this shit is going to be horrible but none of it was horrible because romero no, was like horrible. a good no was like a good dude. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's the like, thing, like
2: when you watch like old Hitchcock movies, there are some of those that the pacing is just, it's just different than the way it is now. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find so cool about this movie is a, they weren't trying to make a zombie movie. And obviously George Romero did not create the idea of the zombie that was done. in uh, I am legend uh, in the books. Uh, and they were trying to make, like, like I said earlier, a weird alien movie where uh, these uh, adolescent aliens were uh, meeting teenagers and then bringing back corpses, whatever. The cool thing to me about this, dude, I've done so much. (laughs) The the first, so this thing went through so many script changes. Uh, It was actually the first uh, draft was a horror comedy and it was under the title monster flick. It was an early screenplay draft concerned, the exploits of adolescent aliens who visit earth and befriend human teenagers. The second version of the script featured a young man who runs away from home and discovers rotting human corpses that aliens use for food scattered across the meadow. Russo came up with the concept that they'd be recently dead only because they couldn't afford to bring long dead people out of their graves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They also came up with the idea that they'd be flesh eaters. Uh, The final draft mainly written by Russo during three days in 1967, focused on reanimating human corpses, Uh, Romero referred to them as ghouls that consume the flesh of the living. Um, So they were haphazardly slapping this movie together, creating a bunch of weird lore. Unlike every other movie that has lore, you know, ghosts, mummies, the lore that he created... Has stuck throughout. Mm -hmm. It has. It is always slow-moving, brain-eating things that need the brains destroyed to slow them down. Uh, The only real difference that I saw that I liked more in this movie than current zombies is that he gave the zombies the ability to like kind of think. Like you can see zombies like picking up bricks and using them and throwing stuff. Yeah,
1: he did that throughout. Um, Mm -hmm. the throughout this series, um, they slowly do learn. Like in. I think in day is the first time one of them uses a gun, but in city one, of like one's like using a gun and sort of is the leader of an army of, of the dead. So, so yeah, they, they do slowly learn throughout this. And I think that's, I think that's one of the things that I do like about that. And, and I also sort of, even though I do watch this repeat it, like I've watched this movie probably 50 times in my life And uh, I I almost I didn't even think about them using the bricks to break the windows because I was like, I didn't think that started until later in the series. But but yeah, they they do put down the thing where where they can learn. I don't know if that's the best way to do it, it. Like, it's also not everybody. It doesn't seem like everybody is able to learn new things it's it's certain ones some sort of evolution of zombies whatever I don't think he ever like finished out what he was trying to do with the series before he died but maybe he'll come back and and direct the the sixth one or whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've got one two stars this film aged like white people Oh, Oh. that's a good one,
1: and that's I mean, that's probably true. If anybody was looking for a zombie movie to start their zombie like their horror journey with, (laughs) I don't think I would suggest this one. No, I, I mean, like for the history of what this movie is and what it means to me. Um. Yeah. This is this is my one that I keep going back to. Um. But if I were to introduce somebody to zombies today, I, I think I would go with something a little bit lighter, like a uh, uh, Zack like... Snyder flick. Yeah, Army of the Dead. No, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake was pretty fun. Yep. yep that yep. might be if they were into like a serious horror movie. I would go probably go with that but like probably something like Shaun of the Dead, something a little bit lighter, like that's a real fun one. What about like uh, 28 Days also... Later? I don't like the second half of 28 Days Later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> once they once uh... <laughs> they get into that army base, it gets real rapey and creepy and it sort uh, of yeah. doesn't let up and it it really mm. turned me off to the second half of that movie I mean I get what they were doing in the second half of 28 days later and unfortunately that's probably what would happen but I didn't really want to watch it as much as it was like if if they would have escaped a little bit sooner or something but yeah the second half of that movie really bums me
0: out man. <laughs> <laughs> probably doing its job then yeah. yeah true. No, it's,
1: it's, it's very effective in what it's doing, but it's not something I want to watch <laughs> period. <laughs> but yeah, this, like I said, this movie, it's, it's just for me and this is my number one pick for this reason. Um, it's, it's, it's a comfort movie for me. Uh, I talked about it with back to the future. Like I've seen back to the future a bunch of times. I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm not surprised by anything, you know, but it's like, it's like comfort food. It's like eating a big pile of mashed potatoes with gravy. And, you know, it's just, all right, well, here it comes. These two teenagers are about to get exploded in this pickup truck.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I will say, I will say this movie does for zombies. um, What. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what clockworth orange does for rapists. Uh, I couldn't even get that out of my out of my mouth. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that was that was my edgy pick. Oh, I'll bring it From us when back. I was an edgy, from when I was <laughs> yeah. an edgy 23-year-old,
0: an edgy teenager. Dylan, you got a you got a hipster
2: movie review for us on this one? Yeah.
0: Two stars. As much as I appreciate its influence, I found this a rather stale piece of bread. <laughs>
2: Okay, honestly, I wrote that.
0: It's not bad. (laughs) I'm still going to go with my hanging out,
2: hanging out with uh, the two mall walkers uh, behind the mall walkers. That that that's my analogy (laughs) that I'm going to stick with. Um, Zach, you are streaming the film in your window just to do public domain flex. I'm.
0: He's talking about the icon. Up in the top right.
2: No, it's a weird GIF. (laughs) Uh, It didn't work out the way I thought it would.
0: We can also do we can also do uh, Con Air actually. Yeah, that's know. probably the best one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I shit. have uh, I have one more I want to read. Uh one and a half stars. Manlets lose again, I guess. Sad face. <laughs> Manlets? Manlets it refers to short men. It's a it's an internet term. Menlets? Oh, manlet. Oh, is like that a man
1: thing? <laughs> yeah, kind of. God, oh.
0: fucking okay. those and people. The last I'd one I want was
1: zombies than incels.
0: <laughs> The last one I want to read that I thought was pretty charming. Two stars, Amazon video. That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also wrote that one today uh, because the only one I could find was one in color. I was like, well, better than one star, I guess. This yeah, is, the uh... one on
0: Amazon is in color. And yeah. I started watching it and I'm like, whoa, this is not a great colorization. The one on Pluto no.
1: TV is is the.
0: <laughs> I watched the... it on YouTube. Yeah, the just weird. Black and white. The no. weird thing is, if you watch it on
2: Amazon Prime where it's colorized, Barbara has, like, a circle of, like, Caucasian color over her. <laughs> and when she and when she moves, there's, like, a little bit of a lag. And it's oh like, no. oh, yeah. so a, your makeup's coming off.
0: <laughs> I remember so in high school, I took a photography class, and one of our assignments was to colorize an old photo. And I realized I was not good at, like, accurate colorization. And my teacher let me know. And it reminded me of that assignment. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Big ol' <laughs> super like, saturated, very badly faded brush. Yeah. You know, it was yeah, like, I it's like, even... this is
2: what white people are going to look like in the future. <laughs> <laughs> their, their hue is <laughs> off.
1: Yeah. This is, uh, um, yeah. What do we got here? Well, is there anything like in particular? Were there any scenes or anything like, like when I was watching it? You can tell that this is Romero's first, um, like direct, directed movie. Like, this is the first movie that he directed. Uh, but there's still a lot of really cool, like, especially when Barbara escapes from the car and she comes out of the woods and is running down the street. Like, I don't know why, but I really noticed the way that that movie looked like the way that that shot looked the way it was on a like sort of a steady cam following right behind her. It, it looked really cool. Um There's a scene when she first gets to like, when she first sees the house, it reminds me of that painting. Like it's framed like that painting where the girl is like laying in the field, mm, looking yeah. up at the house. It reminded me of that. Like a lot of the shots are very yeah, I mean, painting like.
2: Yeah, the shots yeah. are the shots are cinematic and and they're well done. Um, and I think that you could just tell how clever they were in doing a lot of it. Like you know, trying trying to learn, uh, at least for me, and maybe possibly uh, maybe Dylan could say something, but but trying to learn how to make movies, you really are trying to learn how to shoot anything. Mm-hmm. You really have to like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't expect this. Let me, mm-hmm. how can I make this? Now watching them go through and like, you know, looking at the windows being haphazardly covered. But then later coming back and having them have to cut off people's fingers, I Mm -hmm. thought that was a a possible, like, really interesting uh, call out and then pay through uh, or or pay out. But, um, yeah, the shots are cool. My problem is every actor in this outside of Ben is so just unsavory that I was hoping the zombies would just take over. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Cooper Cooper's terrible, Barbara's terrible, the teenagers are whatever. Yeah. Um but again, I, Mrs. Cooper I was like enamored with because she is chewing up the scenery. She's like trying to be Audrey Hepburn and it's like <laughs> shining through it. <and> I'm like <laughs> This is cheesy, but like in the best possible way. Yeah. And I was, I was really into her this time for some reason. Again, I have no idea why. Uh, but, but she was really chewing the scenery. And compared to some of the abysmal acting, especially from like uh, the teens are awful Ugh,
2: yeah and, but the <laughs> weird thing is that ben ben stands out as such a great actor that yeah it because if, if yeah. it wasn't if it wasn't for ben i could yeah. say that this movie could easily slink into like the b film kind of schlockiness there's Absolutely. something there's something about the sincerity of ben and maybe it's being the one of the first like lead you know black actors or, mm-hmm. or the first time that the, the character was there not because of the race uh it didn't really seem to make like they didn't point out that he was black
1: like no and and that's
2: obviously that's cool and it must have been weird in in the late 60s you know to not have that be a thing but also might have been interesting that it wasn't a thing and i think i think it's 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 what happens because of this movie is what makes this movie so beautifully done uh because everything after this is great because of this film, because of the way Romero had to put things together, because of the cleverness that uh, what, what what what's the um the 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 special effects guy Savini Harpo dude I, Tom I, Savini
0: I'm I sorry. <laughs>
2: absolutely hate you now Tom Savini who this is his first real thing anything although he went on to do his <laughs> own he directed one of the the zombie movies as well but Savini is is like he, a master craftsman.
1: He directed that, that, uh, Tony Todd remake.
2: Yeah. And that, that's very good. Um, yeah,
1: it's good. <laughs>
2: yeah. But he's also known for like creep show and like dust till dawn and some of the Friday Thirteenth. So he's a name in the horror industry because yeah. of what the things mm-hmm. that he had to create. So he I always... was,
1: he was also, he had an awesome role in maniac where <laughs> where he gets his, his head absolutely exploded inside of a car. <laughs> And he did. He was the actor, and he also did the special effects. Oh, cool! So he, like, I saw an interview with Savini where he's like, "It was really weird because we worked really hard on that head, <laughs> and then I had to <laughs> blow up my own head." Hell
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, all right, so because uh, Michael, because you are a fan of horror, uh, yes. I quickly Googled. Okay. Top, <laughs> quickly, fast and furiously. <laughs> Uh, I googled top rated zombie films and mm-hmm. it gave me the top 20 rated zombie films and I'm going to wow. quickly go over with them and uh, I want you to tell me if Night of the Living Dead is better or worse okay 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 top rated zombie film mm-hmm. 28 days later we've already spoke on that you don't like the second half which I guess is the second two weeks uh Shaun yes. <laughs> of <the>
1: Dead <laughs> I'm gonna like are we talking rated higher by like do you Metacritic like it more? or
2: no? Do you like it more?
1: Oh yes, I do like I do like Shaun of the Dead more.
2: All right, Zombieland one. No, okay, I think you're wrong there. Dawn of the <laughs> Dead. The Romero? Uh yes.
1: Yeah, I do like that better. Yes.
2: Uh Train to Busan.
1: Never saw that one. Ooh. Train to Busan is very good. Okay,
2: seriously, if you have Hulu, if you have
0: Hulu. I do. check out check out train yeah. song tonight okay. it's it will, very
2: good it'll blow your mind imagine okay. a zombie horde on a bullet train it's, um,
0: it's zombies and uh uh snow ice train Snowpiercer. piercer there it is ice train I, <laughs>
2: ice ice train good sweaters what's that movie <laughs> uh okay next one world war z old brad pitt
1: I liked World War Z, but it, <laughs> oh, it was, shit. it was a spectacle zombie movie. No. <laughs> have you have you read the book,
0: Michael? Yeah, yeah I did. Okay. It's nothing okay. like it. It's <laughs> nothing like it. So yeah, no, no the I book agree. is awesome, but I, I on its own, the movie's a fine piece. Yeah. Of I was, I was surprised where...
1: at how much I liked that movie, but it is just a spectacle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's pretty, it's pretty stupid. Yeah. It's a, lot it's really of the, stupid. a lot of the story stuff <laughs> is really dumb
2: yeah i agree uh <laughs> all right we have dead alive
1: is that the volleyball video game dead I... dead alive is peter jackson yep that one The not the unrated version of that is like super cool <laughs> and i will watch that over and over as well but i don't i don't like it as much as night of the living dead no Uh, I do like when the the old lady's face falls into the pudding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And when the priest gets impaled through uh, a statue of Jesus. Very, very good. Love a good Jesus impaling.
2: Always love a good Jesus impaling. Uh, Not as much as the Romans, though. Um, What about (laughs) Reanimator? Whoa. Uh, How about (sighs) Reanimator?
0: I... I'm gonna pitch in here. Reanimator, I enjoyed way more than I like this movie. I yeah.
1: I think I might like Reanimator
0: better. Right. Planet Terror,
1: Planet Terror is okay.
2: Wrong. Um, Resident Evil. No,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> the first one.
2: Yeah, Mila yeah, just,
0: Jovovich. Yeah, directed well, by her husband.
2: Okay. She's an old
1: wait. Yeah, Paul yeah. Anderson is her husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, absolutely why do you
0: think she so, keeps getting work i was about to say that that's why movies. she keeps getting weird movies he did monster hunter too yeah yeah I mean, it monster should be our no, next special edition monster hunter is pretty good well our next oh, no, special edition is actually <laughs> locked into place well, monster oh. hunter
1: has tony jaw in it so it's gonna be good yes
2: i'll watch i'll watch i'll all watch right. uh how about Paranorman?
1: Paranorman, i didn't love it's good it's, it's good, good. It's good. I'd rather watch Monster House if I'm gonna watch a, a, yeah. an animated,
0: like, scary movie. You know, yeah. Dan Harmon and his writing partner wrote that in a weekend high on cocaine. Yeah, I
1: thought yeah. I'm sure. I thought it was Monster House. Monster House. Yeah, that's no, what I'm. That's saying. what we're talking, about, I'm talking about. Paranorman. House. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Here. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like, Ugh, I'd rather
1: just... watch Frankenweenie than than Paranorman.
2: Well, yeah, Frankenweenie is cute. Uh, last th- last couple of going to breeze through. So you got Return of Living Dead. Obviously, you got uh, I Walked. I walked with a zombie, Night of the Comet, Night of the Creeps, White Zombie, Cemetery Man, Wreck, which I think is short for record. Oh uh, yeah, the
1: Spanish one. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, wreck is good. That's de- the that's the first one wreck that is even sp- Wreck is the only one that that even got uh, like a like a second thought. <laughs> yeah. From the um, one you just listed
2: dead snow warm
0: bodies dead and, snow
1: rules yeah. <laughs> warm
0: bodies is like tween like yeah that's a little why yeah, hot topic dead, stuff yeah it's dead fine. snow
1: rules but i don't like it better than night of the living dead.
2: <laughs> but the cool thing is every single one of those movies that i just named yeah. may or may not be more fun may or not be better uh may or may not <laughs> definitely may be more exciting to watch but Each one of those is listed in its special thanks of Night of the Living Dead. This movie has spawned so much beautiful creativity that you have to like this because of where it's from. It's almost like hating my parents because I'm so cool. (laughs) Right? Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, which I do hate them. Uh, probably not because I'm cool, but it's just a you know a give and take thing. Side uh, effect. Side so effect yeah, is this is a total side effect. Yeah. Uh, now the thing is, is, I I I was. I was i wasn't excited i wasn't hesitant when this movie came up to rewatch again i was like cool this is a classic let me set this in here obviously it's in the criterion mix uh which has been a really cool thing uh apparently criterion has roughly the same taste as we do without <laughs> with, without Phil
0: yeah Dunner. yeah we uh, are just as <laughs> we are just as tasteful as the criterion yep. collection That's and true. we have the same amount of
1: influence as well
0: yes, yes.
2: but not, not the same amount of issues just yet um But yeah, I I absolutely respect this movie and it's, it's cool watching it because you almost can't watch it as though it's an original film anymore. You have to watch it and you have to see the layers of what happened because of it. You have to see, this is why Shaun of the Dead is so cool because Mm -hmm. They set the parameters here. And the thing is, like, when you watch mummy movies, uh, mummies do anything. Abbott Costello mummy versus uh, Tom Cruise's mummy. They do wildly different stuff. Some have four pupils. Uh, some wear toilet paper. But the zombies are always the same mm-hmm. because of what Romero has done. And I yep. think that that is such a special thing to happen in movies.
1: And and, and when they try to change it, it's almost always bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> like- I agree. 28 yeah. days later, I think did the best job with their like reworking of zombies. I think the 28 days later I mean, zombies are awesome. 28 um, yeah. days
0: later is the reason that fast zombies exist. Yeah. And, like, yeah. The <laughs> way
1: that the way that like it, you get exposed to that blood and it's you're just instantly a zombie um like the rage the the way that it's what the mutated uh rabies virus yeah Yeah. like very very cool i i i appreciate everything that 28 days later does i just don't want to watch it because of stated issues but but like the zombies in it are great like it it has great ideas in there but yeah nothing nothing would have happened without this without this George Romero original it's like the Beatles of horror movies yeah
2: you're right and, and uh, I was tr- I was trying to make yeah. a comparison to anything else that is watching almost the origin of a genre yeah you know like you watch Star Wars because that was that was my first thought. I was like oh it's like watching A New Hope again but it's not because A New Hope is is ripped off of you know Flash Gordon, which is ripped off of other serials mm-hmm. and then you got to try to think like okay what was the last just created out of nothing genre and it's so hard to think of the beginning of one of those and i don't think that i could find a movie that is the beginning and the rule maker especially like the way this movie just popped and and it's so cool because i do not like this film but i (laughs) love this movie and it's it was so hard for me to like watch and try to hang out with but then also talk bad about at the same time because you're like some of my favorite films are solely because somebody watched mm-hmm. this it was like i can't be better than this let me just try to do my version of this and i just i think that's a clever way uh and, and that is something that if you can put your stamp on art you can link yeah. it back to an, like the origin point this yeah, is where the, this is where it started
1: that's the so only cool. the only thing i could think of was the beatles it's like you listen to rock and roll those people were influenced by the Beatles. You watch a horror movie. That person was influenced by George Romero. There's no getting around it. Like,
2: Yeah, it, but, even, it just but, the, but the <laughs> weird thing is, is the Beatles were also influenced by somebody. <laughs> yeah. George, George Romero was, he set out to do something so different, but because of, the problems that he had he had to create something that Mm -hmm. ended up being more different than what he was trying to do you know if you come out in the late 60s with a weird alien movie about taking over by okay body snatchers obviously everyone's seen that and to find the origin of body snatchers Mm -hmm. good luck with that because that goes way back to Abbott Costello time yeah those back to Charlie Chaplin times
1: those alien movies you can't like it was like the the train coming out of the tunnel, and then the next thing that happened were aliens (laughs) coming down from outer space. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. it's like wait, there's there's humans, so there's obviously aliens. But when it came to zombies, it it, yeah, it was just yeah, it's so cool because you're watching like a chef create a brand new dish that you never really knew could have been a dish. But after it, you're like, well, obviously like, oh, yeah. why weren't people eating <laughs> this forever?
1: Yeah, uh, This so has it, always been around.
2: Yeah. And it, it yeah. To, 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 to watch a, a film that does that, I think is, it's remarkable and uh, you really can't pinpoint that. And I didn't expect to have those kind of feelings with a, 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 a pseudo schlocky uh, zombie it, movie. So it's yeah, it's a yeah. problem
1: because there was, there was no budget. Um, there was nobody with any sort of money. It, it felt very this time I was watching it and I'm like, you can definitely see Sam Raimi's like how he got influenced from this. Like he, oh, yeah. he did the same sort of thing. Obviously, obviously like Romero was his inspiration for like some of the stuff. So even some of the stuff that was happening, I was like, Oh, that's, that's a Sam Raimi shot.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: It, yeah. And this is the, the very beginning of all of it. And yeah, And I I can totally see this movie not being enjoyable to watch. I totally see that. For me, it's not that. (laughs) Like, I totally love watching this movie. I'll watch every second of this movie at least once a year I watch it. Yeah. Um, It's it's just, it's deeply a personal movie towards me, but I also think it's a really good movie. I, I, like...
2: Yeah. And I think that this would be the closest to, in my world, somebody who's never seen Princess Bride, and then watching it now and being like, I don't know if I got it. And you're like, yeah, but this is everything yeah. that it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like that. It's like, this is exactly what zombie movies are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that it was done and redone and redone and redone so many times that you're like, oh, I guess it's supposed to be just a nonstop horde in my face and, and blood and eyeballs popping out. But it's like, yeah. No, when like sit, once you, sit in the urgency, like it's crazy.
1: Once you get used to modern zombies, um, watching these guys fight over some like soggy garden hose. Hell yeah. Like oh yeah. it's, it's not very scary. Uh, but also, you know what he did. It's like also the zombies, not again, the fighting, Like when he, like when Ben's beating up Cooper, it looks like absolute garbage. When Ben's like pretending to hit zombies with a crowbar, (laughs) probably because they couldn't afford a prop crowbar. So he's using a real crowbar and trying not to hurt the actor. Who's the zombie. Like he's very gentle (laughs) with the crowbar and it looks, it does look bad, but for the most part, you know, the, the ham, the, you know, the, the pig intestines and stuff, they're it's being shot in the dark with like just fire as lighting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they no, they did cool. a very good job at covering up most of the things that look bad. <laughs> it's just when there's action
0: going on, it looks terrible. Just, I just, when they're cutting up, when he's attacking the zombie hand with a knife and, and he's just going. Yeah. And um and you can see little pieces of hot dog falling out of a glove yeah, or just, something. I'm like I was gonna say it this just is looks cute like <laughs> This is what we did in high school, yeah, but like that was the equivalent back in the sixties. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah.
2: yeah. No, I, I, I had a good time with it. I, I was bored sure. at times, but I, I still it was the best kind of bored that I could yeah,
1: have. Yeah, this was it, it was the first time it was the first time I watched it where a scene stuck out as not being a perfect thing that I love every second of. And it was just that one scene where they're following the guy to his car, talking Mm. about the radiation. I'm like, this is about two minutes too long.
2: Mm. And the cellar whatever uh i don't
1: have any problems with anything <laughs> that happens in the cellar <laughs> they,
2: just, they don't need to be done anyway uh all right so uh before we get to reels and goodbyes i just will uh dylan has a very uh special announcement that he wants to make
1: hang on yes. let me get my i gotta get my hanky okay <laughs>
2: All right, well, before he makes that announcement, this is
0: this is perfect for people who listen to the episode after it airs. This <laughs> yeah. is fantastic.
2: Listening to Michael search for a hanky. It's literally I, the equivalent of watching the second half of this movie. Um <laughs> uh, okay, so uh special announcement. Uh we only have one more actual episode of this se- uh this season to go. Next Monday will be our last official episode. It is my number one favorite film of all time, uh, called True Romance. Uh D- Dylan that is I think that's <laughs> I, I think I think that's racist don't do that.
1: Uh <laughs> oh no. <laughs> really
2: really uncalled <I'm> <laughs> for. Now. Okay uh but uh because uh it, it, in light of holidays and because my birthday is coming up my number one favorite movie's coming up and for us to end season 1 of the real boys on exactly 69 episodes
0: I'm going to
2: I'm going to nice. I'm, I'm going <laughs> nice. to throw out a, a a a red red yellow card. What is a soccer term for a caution or a Uh, Um, timeout. um, What about football where you're like, that's not the play I wanted to call. There there
1: has to be somebody in the podcasting sphere that has some sort of sports knowledge. You can Um, bet that. Unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) we don't have access to any of those people.
2: All right. let's say that I'm going to call a mobile? No, that's not it. Motion? No, that's a lol term.
1: uh, Uh, Uh... an audible uh, audible. An audible that's it that's, that's the a, one an audible you did it you're the sports guy I'm on the show sport
2: by audible <laughs> omg i'm the sports guy you can bet that <laughs> uh so here's the here's the audible that i'm gonna throw uh all right so because we normally do our special editions on Fridays, uh, this Friday happens to be my birthday. And because we are one short of 69 total episodes, <laughs> and, I, nice. and I find that just giggly, uh, <laughs> I am going to make sure that we have an episode. Yellow card would have worked. Xeno Knox, where have you been? Because I could have used that. Yeah, okay. I'm going to throw yellow. Dead. I, no, he's reanimated not, for the show. Not exactly uh, Xeno yeah. Knox yellow card i'm throwing a yellow card
0: out there no love. He, i love yellow card he's this not a punk dead with a and if, in? You
1: watched, if you watched if you watch if you listen to i love this terrible game you would know that he's not dead because he is one of my hosts on that show
2: yeah I don't listen we to know. Podcasts. he was just making a zombie <laughs> reference colby anyway i know this friday I was just trying
1: to get a plug in there
2: oh <laughs> wiseman you know we're about to do plugs in like a second Anyway, I
1: know this Friday. Get an extra one. Zach, New we Year's doing? Eve.
2: We're going to do the 2011 mega failure that is known as New Year's Eve. Seven <laughs> percent Rotten Tomatoes, 22 percent Metacritic's. Now, let me tell you real quick what this movie is about. It's intertwining stories that promise love, hope, forgiveness, second chances, and more for a number of New Yorkers on this celebrated night. My is birthday this the one
0: with Taylor Swift in it. No,
2: this is the one with a rock star oh. named John Bon Jovi and his ex-lover oh, Catherine Heigler. Sure. and they clash at an exclusive party. A singer, Liam Michelle, comes to uh, stranded with a killjoy, Ashton Kutcher, obviously. And on the way to oh. a New Year's gig, a nurse, Holly Berry, wink wink, uh st- stays uh stays on a dying patient, Robert De Niro. So it's got Oscar Buzz. Wink wink. Uh, and he tries to <laughs> he tries to hang on long enough just to see his balls drop in times square one last see the ball drop in times square one last time you can you can Commons find a... this
1: <laughs> i can't believe that for your birthday you're making us watch a fucking bon jovi movie
2: if anybody knows me they know my favorite thing to do is watch very bad movies and complain
0: about them new year's eve this evil. is this I looks like trash i'm this is going to be absolute cool. trash okay, uh, so sure. if he... All right, well now I want to watch New Year's uh, Eve. Oh, now I have to okay. Nope, you're out there. Are uh, we doing, so, are we not gonna doing do acid a, acid like
2: a retrospective? Years. We will be doing a retrospective after the last episode. Will that Uh, be
1: our 69th episode That is That is number 69. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) And that's where we're actually going to review every one of our own shows reviewing movies. Uh, We're going to (laughs) quickly go through all 68 of those episodes (laughs) and review how we did reviewing movies that we don't care about anymore. I am uh, not listening
1: to nor watching any of our old episodes. Okay, anyway,
2: tune in this Friday. Phil better. No, that didn't work out. Phil, but full disclosure. Good.
0: I was going to do acid on new year's Eve. So I can't guarantee that I will be <laughs> all here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nobody. Fine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> find out if that. Call forward is going to pay right. off. And so whenever find you out, listen to the next episode,
2: find out how acid head Dylan thinks about Ashton Kutcher <laughs> on new year's Eve, AKA Zach's birthday. Uh, okay. So Are that's
1: you, I think that's just a cop out to not watch the movie. Like I did with, uh, what? What was that movie that I the, didn't watch? White men can't jump. you were on six? Acid? No, I said it was oh. on mushrooms. Do you not pay attention? Oh. I don't watch those
2: shows. Don't you remember that great that great bit where he tried to say it was That every great other bit movie. where
1: nobody yes anded me, everybody noed me. <laughs> You, Zach you're, accused
0: you're, me of not watching that movie. I did, so I don't know. You don't what to know about
2: tell you. Sure. Listen, you are complaining that we didn't set you up in a volleyball spike when like you brought the wrong ball to the game. Like <laughs> you know, we're like, oh, let's really get in this movie. And you're like, I was on mushrooms and I saw my, this in the back of a pinto, and we're my like, My
1: ball was yeah, my ball was blade-shaped. <laughs> He's it like, was, <laughs> so it was actually snipes' head shaped.
2: I thought this movie was about Woody Harrelson shooting zombies. Yeah.
1: No. And
2: Ram, <laughs> Rampart? I saw this movie on a on a demo tape at a Walmart. Like, okay.
1: Cool. And I may have seen
0: it at a in oh. a demo tape at an FYE. Oh,
2: that's fair. You know there's a uh, sequel
0: to New Year's Eve called Mother's Day? It's another one of those ensemble comedies.
2: Oh, yeah, I've already seen that one too. Huh.
0: Uh anyway, Julia Roberts has possibly the worst haircut I've ever seen on that poster. Holy hell.
2: Probably, uh, except for maybe John Bon Jovi and New Year's Eve. We're going to find out we'll this see. Friday. Uh, so you can tune in at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7, uh, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. Uh,
0: in case next- you're not doing anything better on New Year's Eve 2021. I'm not doing anything better. You can I guess also, I'm not.
1: You can also watch it anytime afterwards, Dylan. You have to watch it exactly live,
2: you prick. Oh. God, it's just out there. And if you, you got wanted to this do this to be a live show. And if you got nothing to do at 6 p.m. on New Year's Eve, which doesn't matter at all, watch us review a <laughs> shitty movie.
1: Do acid with me. It'll be great. What we could do, what we could do is make it later and then just ring in the new year.
2: Oh my god. Okay, listen. How about we just how about we record this
0: tomorrow and put it out so you pricks can do your friggin' drugs on oh some grandma? I, I do not want to watch a Bon
1: Jovi movie tonight.
0: I don't think you understand. I'm going to be doing acid whenever we air the show, so like it was oh, not tied what, to the holiday. It's whether the we record it or
2: not, well, whenever the episode airs, Dylan will be doing acid. Honestly, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do it mushrooms. Who cares? It's my cool. birthday. Either way, this Friday New Year's Eve, the day, the movie, the review next Monday. Zach, oh, number one of my
0: are watching this. I hate
2: all of you. Okay, let's get out reels and goodbyes. Michael Colby, tell us who to start with. You're the host.
1: Oh, Dylan, I hate
2: this terrible show.
1: <laughs> that's Me Michael's too. next
2: show. I'm, um, leave-
1: I'm leaving this after this season. I haven't an announced No, that's, that's, Dylan's,
2: that's Dylan's announcement. He's reading the Michael real- Colby is too. Leaving late. He the took real too, boys he after took 69 long episodes. Michael, you're reading the wrong part of the script as usual.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that we script every word that we say before we start. A lot of work <laughs> well, goes into the show. Dylan yeah. and
2: I do. You try to bring this improv <laughs> bullshit every week.
0: <laughs> well, you know that I don't know how to read.
1: God.
0: Yeah, me neither. Anyway, uh, yes, this gets and? a 5 out of 10. <laughs> 5 out, 10. out of 10. All right, that's not uh, bad. It got, if I if it didn't have a place in, like, Film Legacy, it would have gotten a 4. Mr. Dylan, who doesn't like to give out odd numbers. Not really, but I'll bump it <laughs> Last up. Last 4
2: movies gives out odd numbers. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so I'm going to give this movie <laughs> 5 out of 10 reels also. <laughs> uh, wow. I simultaneously hated and adored this movie. Uh, I wanted to just go to the bathroom for something to do, but I had to keep the door open so I could hope something happened. Everything that comes because of this movie. I loved it. I just need these old people in the mall to walk faster or to tell a better story. That's it. Five out of 10. Beautiful movie. I wish I liked it more. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Okay. Well, remember, I... Michael, this
0: isn't personal. You are a straight seven. That's fine. <laughs> That's better than I usually
1: get. Um, it's all the beard. Don't shave. That's I have. A... I have no objectivity towards this movie. I've said that. I've said it since the beginning. Um, Where this movie is going to get a higher than average because I'm giving it a ten because this is this is my. I I like more movies than this, but this sure. is my favorite movie to watch.
0: All right, your favorite I, movie doesn't again. Have to I be have. A... There is
1: no objectivity in yeah. my brain. For this movie. This is nothing short of the best movie I've ever seen because it's so ingrained inside of my head. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it needs more
2: and less Dutch angles, I think. That's the problem with <laughs> that's one of the few problems with this movie. Uh okay, so yeah, you can listen to Michael and all of his beautiful uh uh sounds and melodic tones that his mouth and sometimes nose air makes on uh, all of his hits, such as I love this terrible game. Jack Billings presents. Uh, I'm going to let him save the other ones. Cause if I get it wrong at all, he's going to send me a very aggressive and passively also aggressive email.
1: I love this terrible game is a video game where we talk about video games. Um, Generation clash is a music podcast with me and my child talking about music from our respective generations and trying to get the other ones to like it. And uh jack billings presents haunted apartment complex now on the pod moth network my absolute passion project i i it's the thing that if i only could do one thing that would be the thing that i would do would be jack billings presents haunted apartment complex um and if you want to give us some money to do jack billings presents haunted apartment complex patreon.com backslash jack billings yeah uh, yeah. And then, uh, the other thing is something that you guys are also on. So <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey,
2: you're on our good, show, pal. <laughs>
1: good thing. Good thing that the, uh, good thing that the listeners can't see that. Um, but the next thing, the other thing that I do is also involves you guys. So I'm going to let one of you guys talk about that one.
0: Me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Dylan from some nobodies with zach my screen on zach cut out like he's not moving so i yeah zach's not i thought moving he was just screen. i thought he was messing really? around no oh um yeah anyway so i'm still some nobodies go to yep. all of some nobody stuff silicon angels twitching upstream every tuesday live uh podcast podcast a podcast show cyop appeal it's a choose your own adventure podcast we've got uh the real boys Zach's screen is black now. <laughs> wow. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Bring that, get that gif of, uh,
1: of Nicholas Cage bigger. So it fills in that.
0: I, there it is. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, what a face <laughs> anyway. So that's a, uh... Hey, there it is. Hey, there he is. Zach is in prison now. No, I, had, I had to go
2: back to some nobody's uh, studios for this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mother green screen broke.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, go, go listen to all of some nobody's stuff. We do fun things. We've got some more stuff in production, some audio drama stuff, yeah. and uh, you can follow me at vorpal words on everything. I'm getting back into Twitter and I've donned my radiation suit and gas mask because that place is a goddamn war zone. I hate it.
2: Oh, I thought, were saying I, want it. I thought you said it because you usually do Twitter in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Zach, oh, yeah. when you live this way, I do. Every room's a bathroom. That's true. I'm Dylan. Zach, to you. I'm Zach. Back to you, Dylan. Thanks, Zach. You can check out Zach at all of the Some Nobody stuff that I just listed. He's also got his own things out there. Zach, go ahead and list what y- you're doing.
2: Thanks, Dylan. Back to you, Dylan.
0: Uh, you've been watching a lot of that stuff I sent you. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching The Real yeah, Boys, I everybody. I don't really have
2: anything specific coming out. I have a bunch of things I'm working on, such as Zackalodian, the history of Nickelodeon. Uh, you probably will also find the answer is number 42, uh, which will be a 42-episode series on why the number 42 is actually not relevant whatsoever uh you can find out why the number 51 is relevant if you tune in tomorrow on twitching upstream which is mine and dylan's live show where we just do a whole bunch of content creation with random freaks that show up in the comments section is that uh, where you're
1: talking about the number 23 the jim carrey movie
2: no that's where we did that last week uh dylan no. charged me of finding out all the relevance to number 51 and that's what we're going to go over tomorrow uh because i tried to fill a bunch of random info on 42 which turns out that it's just a number. That's it. It's yeah. just a number. Douglas uh, Adams
0: has never said anything else.
2: So we have roughly three more episodes of Real Boys, but yeah, come find us anywhere. We like to talk, we like attention, and we appreciate you. So let us know what you think about Michael Colby's favorite film, uh, The Living Dead or Night of the Flesh Eaters or Flesh Monsters or whatever it was originally called. We would love to hear it or read it in the comments below. While you're down there, feel free to give that little subscribe button a tickle uh, and the like button also. And I'll make sure I try not to make my voice crack. Uh, ever again because I'm a grown ass man <laughs> uh, but until next time guys we appreciate you drink yeah. some water
0: bye Colby what are you doing Michael say something so I can cut you off with the outro music no get you Barbara stop it you're ignorant
1: they're coming for you Barbara
0: stop it you're acting like a child look,
2: they're coming for you look there comes one of them now.
0: He'll hear you.
2: And now for something completely different. I'm
0: you want to get nuts? Come on. Yes, Archie, i Come coming. I have come here to chew bubblegum. Drink it up!